Shabbos Daf Memal, the Gemara tells us three stories of, with Reb Zeira. Two of them had to do with Reb Zeira and Reb Avo. First one is Reb Zeira saw Reb Avo swimming in his own private pool in the backyard. was full of Chamei Tverio, which we said that you're allowed to use on Shabbos. He says, I'm not sure though if Reb Avo had his feet on the ground or he's floating. Floating the river would be Aser because of Chavah Shoshayatim. Concerned that you might make a life preserver. But in your own backyard, if the Gemara says it has Gidudei, it has straight walls, which resemble a swimming pool. They're different than a river, which goes in a gradual incline. So it's obvious that that's mutter. Or another Pshan Rashi, you do they, it has a lip. It looks like a swimming pool. It's not, it doesn't resemble a river. A different time, Reb Zeri covering his privates. And he says, I'm not sure if he's touching himself or not. Like Mark says, touching is usher. That is the Avera of the Dor HaMabo, as Rashi explains, the Ramotzi Zeller However, Abai explains that our circumstances you're allowed to touch. Kibbaleshes. Kibbaleshes is if a person has his mind on something else. For instance, the soldiers, Kibbaleshes, the soldiers that come in, if they're friendly soldiers, and they're not in a time of war, we have to be concerned that they made your wine, Yai Nesach, if the barrel is open. If they are enemy soldiers, the only thing they have on, on their mind is to save their own lives. They don't think about making somebody else's wine, Yai Nesach. So there's no concern. So too over here. Rebavo was walking on the bank of the river. He was concerned that he might fall into the river. Therefore, his mind was somewhere else. He didn't have a concern that he might come to Hirurim. The third story about Rebzeir is, Rebzeir tried to avoid Rabbi Yehuda, who held that it's usher to make Aliyah from Chutzlar, Yisrael, as the Pasuk says, you should remain in Chutzlaretz until I redeem you. Rebzer says, no, that Pasuk is talking about Klei Shares. He was worried that if he bumps into Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda would make a Gzera on him and say, you must stay here in Chutzlaretz. But he said, let me hear one last Vartorah from Rabbi Yehuda. And he finds Rabbi Yehuda in the Beis HaMerchatz. Beis HaMerchatz, you know, they're talking learning. So Rabbi Yehuda gave a speech in medicine, different good advice for one's body. And he started talking in Lashon Kodesh, to show that when you're trying to say mundane things, you're allowed to talk in Lashon Kodesh, even the Beis HaMerchat. And he said, tells his Gabbai, get me my comb, get me my shampoo, my Nesser. And then he, tell, he tells the guys, open up your mouths when you're in the Beis HaMerchat and inhale the steam, because the steam will cause the bad sweat to leave the body. And, and this is the halacha that Rav Zeri was very impressed with. Not halacha, but advice. He said, if I came just for this, it was worth it. Drink from the dirty, it doesn't say dirty, but drink from the water of the merchats. And what's the reasoning Gemara says? It's similar to somebody trying to heat up an oven and he heats from the outside of the oven instead of from the inside as well. You want the benefits of the Beis HaMerchats, you have to make sure that the body is hot from the inside and you do so by drinking hot water. If you don't have hot water, drink from the merchats itself. Other things that the Brises says, that if you wash yourself with Hot water, make sure that you rinse yourself off with cold, similar to iron. You cook it, you bake it in hot, and then you harden it in cold water. If you bathe yourself and you don't anoint yourself with oil, it's similar to a barrel that the water can't penetrate. You want the benefits of the merchats, you need to let it penetrate with the oil. Different halachas about eating, if you eat and you don't drink, that's like losing blood, and that's where the intestinal disease starts from. If you eat and you don't walk for amos, then your food starts decaying in the body, and that's where a person gets bad breath from. 
If a person needs to go to relieve himself, needs to go to the bathroom, and he eats on a stomach like that, it's similar to trying to start a fire in an oven with ashes that already did their purpose. You don't put food on top of an oven. And this is the beginning of the cause of just bodily odor. Says the Mishnah, there's a vessel called a muliyar, and that is, it contains water on the outside, and you put coals on the outside. If one removed the coals, he did grufa. Therefore, this vessel is not adding any heat to the water. You're permitted to drink from this vessel on Shabbos. There's another vessel called Antichi. One shot in the Gemara is that it's like this Kira oven that we discussed, but it has a compartment for water. They would have this compartment in order to ensure that the Kira doesn't explode, similar to what we have in a car today. You put some water to cool off the engine. That water is Moisef Hevel. Since this Kira is on six days a week, it adds, the coals are so hot and the walls are so hot, it adds heat to the water. And therefore, it's also to drink on Shabbos. Another shot is, it's a double layer, double decker, dud, similar to the muliar. Just one layer is the coals, the upper layer is the water, and therefore it adds hevel to the water. It's also to drink on Shabbos. Says the Mishnah, and according to Ravadar Barmas and the Pshad, the Mishnah is, that if you have a small pot that you removed all the water from it, and it's still hot, you shouldn't put a small amount of water into it, because that would cook the water. You can put a large amount of water, because that just makes the water warm, and that's okay. According to Rav Shimon, we say that Therefore, even though this water causes the pot to harden, since you don't have intent to harden it, your intent was just to warm up the water, we hold like Rav Shimon that it's a mutter. As long as it's not a psikoration, in other words, it's definitely going to happen, we don't know that it's definitely going to happen, therefore it's mutter. According to Abayi Pshatas, you didn't remove the water. You removed this kettle from the stove. And now, to add a small amount of water is also because you're boiling up the water. To, small, to add a larger amount of water is a mutter because it's just going to create lukewarm water. However, if there's no water left in that pot, any amount of water to be added to that pot would be also because we hold like Rabbi Yehuda, the Vashayim is also. Rav says, this whole halacha, these halachas are only when you put the amount of water needed to not be mitzarev. In other words, to, in order to harden the kli, you have to fill up the kli all the way to the top, says Rashi. So, this would be mutter if you put less than that amount. Shmuel argues, says, even if you fill up the kli all the way to the top, it's still mutter. Now, typically, Shmuel doesn't hold like Reb Shimon. In another halacha, in a malacha shein gufa, as we discussed, if you have a piece of wood that's a coal, it's glowing red, and you're concerned that somebody might step on it, it's also to extinguish it. Even though, it's you don't need that piece of wood as a coal. You just don't want the fire. It's not a creative act. Rav Shimon says it's mutter. And Shmuel holds that it's aser. So you see, Shmuel doesn't hold like Rav Shimon. So he says, yes. In Melacha Shein Gufa, he doesn't hold like Rav Shimon. But Dov Shein Miskaven, he does hold like Rav Shimon. And therefore, the Gemara finishes off by saying that if you see a thorn, or let's say in our days a piece of glass in the Rishon Sarabim, Midrabanan, you're not allowed to walk less than four Amis, stop and walk again less than four Amis, that's the Isidrabanan. But since this is a danger, you're allowed to do so. And in a Carmelis, where the whole Isser, the whole idea is only the Rabbanan, you're allowed to walk all the way to the garbage can and throw it out, even though it's a lot more than four Amis. Have a wonderful day.